Good evening, IT entrepreneurs, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Joe Panettieri, content czar for AfterNines.com. Thanks for joining us here each Tuesday night at 9.01 Eastern and sometimes in between. Before I introduce tonight's guest, I'd like to thank tonight's sponsor, WordPress and the WordCamp Conferences. Whether you're launching a business or looking to change direction, WordPress is a perfect foundation upon which to build your corporate website, online community, and e-commerce platform. Visit WordPress.com to get started with a free content management system and visit WordCamp.org to learn about upcoming WordPress conferences across the globe. Now, on to tonight's conversation with AppDynamics CEO, Jody Bonzel. Jody has a range of news to share from this week's AppSphere conference in Las Vegas. And as you may know, AppDynamics has raised roughly $200 million in venture funding. We'll certainly discuss funding strategies, finding the best talent, charting a course to a potential IPO, and by the way, don't call the potential IPO an exit. We'll discuss why. Hey, Jody, how you been? Very good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, you know, first for our listeners who have never heard of AppDynamics, can you give us your elevator pitch? That way all of our listeners are familiar with what you're up to in the market. Yes, definitely. At AppDynamics, uh, we make an application intelligence platform that helps today's software-defined businesses proactively monitor, manage, and optimize the most complex software environments that they have, all in real time, all in production. And uh, we work with some of the most innovative companies in the world. Our customers include, you know, companies like Citrix, JP Morgan Chase, Edmunds.com, Expedia, Fox News, John Deere, OpenTable, Salesforce.com, Sephora, Cisco, StubHub, kind of companies. Yeah. That's, that's a who's who list, without a doubt. Now, it, it sounds like, you know, when I first heard about AppDynamics, I considered you an application monitoring platform, but it sounds like you're, you're seeing a pivot in the market and an opportunity to, in fact, define a new market. How do you think you guys are different? Yeah, it's, uh, we see the opportunity of what we are doing is much beyond uh, performance monitoring. We call it application intelligence. It's really about the ability to extract intelligence from your most complex applications. So you get all the insights from it. The insights would be used by your, your operations teams for performance monitoring and troubleshooting. Those insights would be used by your development teams to tune and build better applications. And the same insights would be used by your business teams uh, to make sure you know what uh, that the revenue uh, impact, the revenue generation is optimized uh, you know, so that you can you can uh, build applications in a in a way that will produce the most revenue for your business. Got it. Fantastic. Got it. Fantastic. So, so Jody, um, we're certainly going to get into the way you funded the business so far, the rounds of growth you've seen, and and where you see the company going. But before we get into sort of how you you've been building the business, let's talk a little bit about AppSphere, your big user conference. What can we expect to hear out of that? Yeah, AppSphere is our big user conference in Vegas. Uh, it's uh, uh, and we're very excited about it. And uh, we have a few, you know large attendance. We are announcing some things uh, that are that are pretty important, pretty big. You know, uh, number one is our fall release of the AppDynamics platform. Is our 4.0 release. A lot of exciting capabilities there. Uh, second is we are announcing uh, availability of our new product, application analytics, that is designed for business and operations users to get 
a very deep visibility and analytics into the business aspects of their applications. Uh, then we are announcing uh, beta of a new product for synthetic monitoring where we can look at these applications from outside and look at, you know, and, and detect the what the experience of users would be uh, at any point of time. Uh, the, 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 we are, uh, the fourth thing we are announcing uh, is uh, is our our uh, platform uh, extension extensibility. We will have hundred plus extensions uh, extensions to monitor and manage and get visibility into pretty much uh, every element in your infrastructure. So that's uh, uh, we are announcing that as well. So a lot of exciting announcements. Uh, we'll talk about uh, our roadmap. A lot of our customers will talk about. Uh, 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 how they are using app dynamics and how uh, application intelligence is helping them transform their business. Uh, and then finally, we'll also have a lot of uh, you know imp- uh, key people, thought leaders from industry, uh, talking about uh, uh, the, the the big trends, what's happening in the in the cloud world, what's happening in the world of DevOps, what's happening in the world of mobile. Uh, so overall, very ex- exciting and interesting uh, uh, conference. Fantastic. It sounds, it sounds like the first week in November, uh, anyone listening to this podcast can begin to go to your website and, and get more information about that news. Uh, all you have to do is to go to www.appdynamics.com and you will find all the information about the AppSphere conference there. Fantastic. Okay. Well, thank you for the overview on the news. Now let's talk more about how you've You've actually built and grown the company so far. Now, I believe you launched the company in 2008. I think you've raised more than $200 million so far to build the business. Can you talk a little bit about how you've been investing for growth and, and have those uh, have your priorities changed from year to year, from 2008 to 2010 to now present in 2014? Uh, I started the company in 2008, and for the first two years, we were in stealth mode, working with a lot of our customers, refining the product, uh, uh, going through many iterations, so we get the right uh, right fit for our for our for the, our customers. And we launched the company publicly in 2010. So we are we are in the market for uh, for four years now. Mm-hmm. We are growing really really rapidly. Uh, we you know it's uh, we are one of the fastest growing enterprise software companies uh, in in the country now and probably in the whole world. Uh, we we grew uh, from about five employees in 2010 to. 500 employees now, uh, as of uh, you know, as of this week, uh, you know, we have about uh, 1,500 large uh, enterprise customers. We have uh, uh, you know uh, more than uh, uh, you know uh, uh, more than 100 million dollars of uh, of uh, sales run rate right now. Where we are expanding, uh, uh, expanding is really uh, along few things. One is uh, we are uh, investing heavily in innovation. So we can continue to expand our platform. That we, that application intelligence could continue to help with more and more use cases on, you know, uh, performance monitoring, uh, user experience management, capacity planning, business analytics that I talked about. Uh, you know, uh, how how do you uh, solve problems automatically instead of just knowing about the problems? So we are we are heavily investing in in innovation uh, so that we can help our customers more and more. Right. The second thing where we are investing right. is. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Second thing we are investing in is expanding our sales force. Uh, that we have more and more coverage in different geographies, in different regions, so we can uh, we have broader reach uh, to get to get, get to more and more businesses out there. Excellent. So let's talk a little bit, uh, a little bit of a deeper dive in, in each stage of the business. From 2008 to 2010, roughly, you were in stealth mode. Was that when you were basically you and four other people? When did you begin to assemble the team, even before you announced the company? Well, uh, 
so in 2000, uh, I, I, uh, the first round of capital we raised was in 2008. Mm-hmm. And we started... Uh, you know, assembling the team right in 2008, but it was a very small team of engineers and where we started, uh, you know, building out the core technology, refining it, working very, very closely with, with customers. So we had a very clear understanding of the market. And then we, uh, the initial team was uh, just four or five people. And then we started to grow the team to, you know, 10, 15 people uh, very quickly as we, uh, as we, as we got a better understanding of uh, how, how to address the, uh, the, the problems very well and once we launched the product in the market uh, you know in, in in alpha we started to add a few more people in beta we started to add a few more people and by the time we launched the company that's when you know the 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 growth started to to take off right so when we launched the company in market in uh, in in 2010 in the beginning of 2010 we had uh, we already had five customers who were uh, getting a lot of value of, out of our product and then we started to build a sales force uh, so that we can go and reach out to to broader market Fantastic. Now, for, for listeners who have never raised any angel funds or venture capital before, what would you tell them about the process? I would say uh, venture capital definitely is a, is a great way to finance your business. You know, if you have a large market opportunity, you do have to assemble a team. You do have to go after, uh, you know, um, uh, assemble a team both for for product building products but also for selling your products right, right. and uh, so what uh, uh, what the venture capitalists look at and what i would advise people is to is really you have to make the case for for two two major things one is that the opportunity that you're going after is large uh, most of the the venture capital investors these are institutional investors right they are looking for uh, investing in the in the next big idea are, so you, you so if you're convinced your idea is big uh, and it's a large opportunity. You have to uh, be able to convince your, the potential investors on that, right? That they are looking for uh, for the next billion dollar company mm-hmm. because they know that things go wrong uh, a lot, right? So they are looking for if everything goes right, can this be a billion dollar company? Right? The second thing the investors are looking for is is really the passion and ability of the founding team. Startups are hard, you know. It's uh, going after a new market is hard, you know. It's uh, building a new technology is hard. So the 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 the, the founders or the founding team, the entrepreneurs, uh, what their passion, their excitement, and their skills and ability—that's the other thing uh, VCs look for. So my advice would be, uh, you know, venture capital, uh, angel funds is a is 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 definitely a great way to get your business funded. Mm-hmm. And if you believe in your ideas, you know, if you convince the investors of these two, uh, you would be in good shape. Fantastic. Now, you have an engineering background, I believe. How did those engineering ro- roles prior to your current company, how did that help you build, launch, and evolve AppDynamics so far as the company's CEO? I would say as an... In, uh, as an engineer, uh, you know, my my two passions always been uh, number one is building building great things, things uh, you know, uh, great technologies, great products, uh, things that would make a difference and would be long lasting. And I, I I always looked at it like you know, uh, as an engineer, I learned how to build great products, and now it's like I could take some of the same uh, things to build a great business. To build a great organization. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm really passionate about building things, and that's uh, as an engineer, you learn how to build things. So, I, I consider building a business uh, uh, is is not too different. This my second passion is what I it's always been uh, solving hard problems, and that's why I got into engineering because it's uh, uh, you get to solve hard problems. 
right? So, and uh, I look at like, you know, that translates very well as you, as you run a business as well. So it's, uh, and I, I really uh, get excited about solving any hard problem. It could be a technical problem. It could be a business problem. It could be a people problem. It could be a problem uh, that our customers have and we are solving for them. Right. So it's, uh, you know, I, I, I look at it like, you know, uh, having an engineering background gave me a, a good foundation for, uh, for both of my passions uh, that I could bring them into running a business. Excellent. Now, tell me a little bit about how many employees do you have again, and then the hiring process. How, how have you gone out and gotten the best talent possible? We have about 500 employees now, and uh, you know, hiring is a uh, is one of the most crucial aspects of a high growth business. You know, we are we are a very very rapid growth company. We grew from you know 200 employees to 500 employees in the last uh, I would say about 18 months or so, and as you go grow at that pace. You have to make sure that you you are you are absolutely getting the best talent, and that's that that is challenging. The, the process that we follow here is uh, is is a, is a very rigorous one. You know we uh, you know we uh, we we look for the the top talent in every every discipline, whether it's engineers or marketers or salespeople, product managers, accountants. We are looking for best of the best. We uh, we have a we have an interview process where we are looking for you know how would how would these people. Uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, how are these people on in terms of skills? But not uh, not only that, we are also looking at how they are in terms of their passion, how are they in terms of you know uh, their their willingness and excitement to make a difference, uh, and and you know how would they fit in our in our company culture well? It's, it's a lot of those aspects to look at to to continue to bring the top talent. Excellent. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the chatter in Silicon Valley right now. You know, every few days I see another column or blog from from venture capitalists increasingly who are worried about burn rates right now as as you take the temperature of silicon valley and think about the way you're growing your own business what steps are you taking to make sure that that app dynamics is spending in the most optimized way to get the best impact for your buck yeah in silicon valley a lot of companies uh, you know i, I would a lot of companies are uh, definitely burning capital at this point. Mm. And uh, some of it is because they, they, these companies are in very, very high growth markets, right? So you're in high growth markets, your focus is to get market share, to drive your market share growth as quickly uh, as you can. Uh, you know, we, we are in a very, very high growth market as well. And we look at uh, market share growth and, uh, and growing, uh, growing very rapidly as well. But we are very strong believers in investing very thoughtfully. One rule that we set here as the company is that every dollar you spend, spend like it's your own. Mm. Uh, so it's, uh, and that's what keeps sets the, the 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 tone very right. And you know, it's uh, that we it, it's uh, we have to drive growth, but at the same time, you have to do it very very carefully. We we uh, as a company, we are doing very well on that front. You know, we'll be cash flow positive pretty comfortably without raising any more capital. Uh, where we'll be generating significant amounts of cash. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, after the last round of uh, financing we have done. Fantastic. Congratulations on marching towards that. That's great. Now, let, let's talk a little bit more about your actual platform. You know, I, I've covered application management and monitoring for years, and, and uh, you hinted at the top of the program that, hey, Joe, th this is a slightly different story, and, in fact, it's, it's a pivot story and a much bigger opportunity. Tell us more about the types of applications or use cases that your customers uh, are coming to you for. Yep. So, the primarily, what we are looking for applications that uh, people are uh, 
building to drive revenue mm-hmm. or people are building to deliver uh, you know services to their consumers consumers could be their end consumers or it sometimes it could be their partners business partners right so if you uh, and and these applications are there are two things that have that have, that have changed about these applications in the last 5 6 years one is that they have become highly highly distributed uh, so instead of like you know have uh, the set of uh, a few large servers these applications are distributed across multiple clouds across multiple data centers you know hundreds uh, of distributed interconnected services are uh, take part in serving every user request these days the second thing that's that has significantly changed about these applications is they have become highly highly dynamic you know you will hear about agile development you will hear about the rate of change everywhere and a lot of it is driven through the the business requirements that if your business is, has to move fast and so these applications have to adapt and change very very fast it used to be that people will deploy a new version of an app every 6 months every 9 months now it's every week every day sometimes even every few hours right so the, so that's where uh, we are designed from ground up for for these applications which are highly distributed and highly dynamic and that's where we excel in and it's it's in every vertical in banking it's in retail it's in technology companies it's in insurance it's in uh, uh, you know telcos and uh, some of our customers uh, uh, would be like companies like say uh, large technology companies like citrix or cisco uh, or you know it will be la- large online uh, uh, you know business companies like expedia or open table uh, uh, stubhub kind of companies or we would have like you know some of the large uh, uh, you know uh, saas companies like salesforce.com uh, uh, as a customer but at the same time you have some very traditional kind of companies like a, a, like a company like union pacific railroad Uh, which is building all of these applications for uh, uh, to make sure uh, that the, the the train safety management inventory management parts management everything is uh, uh, is 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 highly highly optimized or even like you know some of the largest banks in the world like jp morgan chase uh, some of the most complex applications that they would have are being managed through uh, through app dynamics fantastic now you've mentioned a bunch of blue chip companies here well known household names adopting your platform i'm wondering for for the listeners who may be at startups or mid-sized companies or even smaller companies that are trying to uh, innovate in their own right do you see those types of companies coming onto the platform as well uh, definitely uh, our our focus is uh, you know anyone who's building a complex critical application uh, we uh, can get a lot of value from the dynamics platform and uh, we uh, we have uh, customers across uh, you know of every size uh, we we as a company we we solve a lot of problems for these larger applications large enterprises but we welcome uh, you know uh, customers of all sizes fantastic fantastic and then looking forward it sounds like you're nearing cash flow positive you're in good shape in terms of building and expanding the business can you give us any clues in terms in terms of about a potential exit strategy or a next step strategy you're looking at an ipo down the road yeah uh the ipo is on the cards for us and uh we uh that's that's what we that's what is our plans the the one thing i would say though you know i i'm not a believer in the word exit strategy mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. i don't uh, i we don't consider ipo as an exit strategy for us we consider ipo as a just another milestone of financing event yep. Uh, yep. that will happen at some point we look at you know we our goal uh, is to continue to the the march of building the next great technology company in the world 
and we we set we have set ourselves a goal which we think is uh, uh, is very achievable given the market opportunity in front of us it is a billion dollars of annual revenue by 2020 and that's what we are building for we look at you know it's uh, you're not looking to to exit out of the company we we, we want to continue to grow the uh, the business uh, at, at at a rapid rate for the next many 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 years now let's talk a little now bit let's talk about, about your priorities near term, uh, the rest of 2014, and then getting off uh, 2015 to a solid start. What are some of the key priorities there? The key priorities comes down to three basic principles uh, in my mind. Uh, well, number one is we have to keep innovating. We have to keep innovating uh, at a rapid pace. We have to keep expanding our platform. And what, uh, as you're seeing from some of the announcements in AppSphere, uh, we are we are we are expand, we are innovating at a pretty rapid pace. Our fall release, our uh, application analytics product, which is very exciting, getting us into more and more business analytics. The beta of our synthetic monitoring product, and all the the extensions and openness of our platform. Uh, we'll, we want to continue to uh, keep innovating uh, the use cases that our platform could serve. Number two uh, is uh, is making sure our customers are very successful. As a company, we are very focused and uh, uh, about about that. Uh, you know, we we uh, track our net promoter score when our consumers, our customers, uh, uh, you know, are, are they willing to recommend us to someone or not? Our net promoter score is 84 right now, which is uh, uh, and if you compare the net promoter score uh, across the enterprise software industry, it's it's about uh, it's in 30s. So we are so much ahead of uh, how happy, how successful our customers are, and that's that remains uh, our top priority on uh, making sure our customers are, are are getting a lot of success with App Dynamics. And number three priority is uh, expanding our. Uh, continue to expand our sales coverage and reach, right? So we are expanding geographically. Uh, you know, uh, we started in North America. We have been expanding heavily into 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 Europe, and now we are starting to expand more and more into Asia Pacific. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, in, in all parts of Asia Pacific. So that uh, 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 our expansion of our sales coverage and our reach would be would be a, a big priority as well. Sounds like you are going to have a busy 2015. Hey, Jody, thank you so much for your time today. For our listeners who want to learn a little bit more about you or App Dynamics, where should they go next? Uh, for listeners who want to learn more about App Dynamics, uh, go to www.appdynamics.com and you will find uh, everything there. You can also follow us on Twitter. Uh, at, at, uh, at hashtag AppDynamics, uh, if uh, uh, and you will get uh, update, get all the latest and up to date information. Fantastic! Thanks again for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Joe. And thanks again to our sponsor, WordPress. Visit WordPress.com to build, launch, and/or reposition your corporate website instantly. That's WordPress.com. And remember to join us every Tuesday night at 9.01 Eastern for Good Evening IT Entrepreneurs. I'm Joe Panettiere, signing off for AfterNines.com. Yeah.